Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Caribbean-born, New York City-based saxophone colossus Jacques Schwartzbard. He talked about his long-anticipated 2023 album called The Harlem Sweep, out on March 31st, 2023 via Rope-A-Dope Records. On his 11th album as a leader, it showcases a harvest of tunes and arrangements that he wrote to celebrate each step into his perilous but rewarding journey from his native island of Guadalupe to the heart of the modern black music, Harlem, where he lived for 18 years. He has been at the center of several music revolutions over his time. He gets into all of this and so much more. Enjoy this interview. Thank you for this conversation this morning. I'm so glad we can make, it, make this happen. Absolutely, man. Hey, it's great to meet you. And, you know, before we get into talking about the Harlem Suite and your life and jazz, you know, COVID did quite a thing to the world of jazz. And, and the musicians, and I'm curious how you survived that time period and how relieving it is to have an album coming out now that the world's waking up. Uh, I come from two, I, I should say, lineages of uh, survivors of uh, historical tragedies, you know, uh, on the black side, on the, on the Jewish side. So uh, the, the people who preceded me survived things that are much worse than the, that pandemic. So I, I, I always put things in perspective, put hope into the ability uh, that we have as humans to overcome. And, and so I, I never stopped uh, creating. I never stopped uh, working on my skills, composing. And actually, I knew that it's, it's important so, to actually draw inspiration from affliction. With the world opening up and the Harlem Suite coming out, talk to me a little bit about, you know, the joy this has to this, this has to be for there to be live music and kind of how you put this album together. You know, uh, this album is uh, the result of uh, uh, over two decades of uh, writing about Harlem and. Uh, it, it's in hindsight that I realized at some point that it, it was a recurrent theme behind uh, a number of my compositions, uh, and, and it, it, it was naturally forming a suite. And, and I, I think the, the, the most uh, meaningful projects are those which contain an inherent meaning as, as opposed to those who are creating after you, you decide of a theme, you know. This just reflects uh, a part of my life over several decades. decades. So it, it, that, that's why there is a natural cohesion, a natural story that comes out of it. Uh, I was lucky to, to get a, a Live Arts Boston grant uh, during the pandemic, precisely, uh, this is this is one of the things that I did do during the pandemic. Is finally apply for grants, uh, which I never had time to do previously. That uh, allowed me to to really assess how important it was for me to to focus on those, those tunes that I had written over the years, you know. And uh, it just turns out that also at the beginning of the pandemic, I have created a, a class. At, at Berkeley, an ensemble that is called the, the Harlem Suite, wh where I, I started 
performing those tunes with my students. Uh, it, it's, it really was, uh, uh, it all came together uh, in, in, in almost perfect synchronicity. So the world knows you as the Caribbean saxophone colossus, and I'm curious, how did this journey in jazz begin for you, kind of where you were born and raised, and how these seeds of both jazz and music got into your bloodstream? My, my parents uh, had four uh, jazz records, jazz vinyls. Among those was uh, Mingus Aham, and uh, in, in that, that, uh, that record, uh, you have a sort, a sort of uh, syncretism uh, of uh, all the uh, great styles and genres of uh, black music. You know, you, you have uh, uh, jazz, you have gospel, you, you have uh, elements of Caribbean rhythms, uh, you know, through, through uh, Haitian rhythms. Uh, and, and, and all, and you have blues, uh, uh, you have e even, uh, sequence, uh, in, in Burr calls, you know, wh where, uh, the entire band is imitating the sounds of nature and all this integrated in, in a, a wonderful ballet, you know, and, and the, from, from this, uh, uh, idea of, uh, of, a Jazz that that basically is is embracing the world. Uh, I knew that someday, if I was lucky enough to be able to become a, a jazz musician, I would try to do something of the sort. At first, since I was a a good student, I, I was following the 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 path of a good student in France. I graduated from high school at, at 16 and then went straight into law school. Uh, when I was, uh, uh, when I graduated from law school at 20, uh, my professors were kind of directing me towards, uh, the special schools, uh, the Ivy League schools in France. And one of them, uh, is, is called Sciences Po, and it, it uh, leads to a career in politics and, uh, uh, diplomacy and so on. And that's what I did. But uh, deep down inside, I knew that I needed to express myself as a creator of some sort, either a writer or a musician. And uh, uh, I was looking now enough to find the saxophone on my path. Uh, and, and that uh, erased all, all the plans that I had at the time very quickly. It's almost uh, kind of... Uh, a chemical instant reaction that happened because, uh, uh, after I graduated from the, the school of government, uh, I, uh, in Paris, I, I went back to Guadeloupe to spend a, uh, a vacation and, uh, uh, a friend of mine had a saxophone, uh, in, in her room and, uh, and I was like, you know, can, can you put it together so, so that I can try it after uh, blowing that, that, that tenor saxophone for about half an hour, I was able to, uh, play some themes and, uh, try to, to remember some of the, the lines from my favorite jazz records. And everybody, uh, in, in the, the next room, uh, started mocking me saying, you know, why did you lie to us saying that you, you never played, uh, 
practice one in, in, in your life. Stop the bullshit and uh, tell us if you can play a gig tomorrow. So the day after uh, I, uh, I encountered the tenor saxophone, I started gigging three to five times a week this, this whole summer. <laughs> <laughs> that's and, wonderful. And uh, that, that's, you know, long, long story short, jazz just took over and the saxophone took over my life uh, when I was 24. And uh, uh, three years later, I, I, I left for Berkeley, you know. This album is your 11th. It's, it's always been a dream of yours since coming here to New York. And I'm curious, you know, in your life, there's different, as, as a professional musician, you have recordings, you have live shows, education, there's all these aspects that go into it. But every day you wake up as a musician, what do you look forward to the most? What is it about this process of being a musician that you love so much? It's, it's discovery, you know, to be able to do something today that uh, um, I wasn't able to do yesterday or that I didn't even think of doing yesterday. And, and uh, uh, when, when, if you embrace uh, the unknown and the mystery of uh, uh, that path of creation that, that's ours, you know, uh, as, as musicians, you, you open yourself to those moments where, where you, you just marvel at, at the process itself, you know. Uh, so that's what I'm looking uh, towards. The, uh, 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 that's what I'm looking for the most when I wake up in the morning is, is that uh, that moment where I, I'm going to find that flow uh, where ideas uh, are, are going to kind of come into existence out of nowhere like uh, uh, quantum particles that pop uh, out of nothingness, you know? You know, this is a much-anticipated album for you. I'm curious, what are you hoping the listeners get from listening to this album? Well, uh, as, as, as we found out, uh, I came to New York as an, as a, an outsider uh, without uh, really uh, expecting anything. Those moments of... Uh, uh, Unexpected connections and unexpected accomplishments uh, that, that that were enhanced by almost a childlike outlook on on this world of music, and I, I hope that uh, uh, the listeners uh, not only will connect to uh, my sense of awe traveling this path of music, but also will connect to their own uh, shadow-like outlook on, on uh, life as it's given to us every day. So let me ask you this. If you were to come to Kansas City to perform this album live, and you had to sell this show and kind of briefly explain what your show would be like to get people to come to watch you play, how would you explain that? I would tell them that... Uh, uh, my music is is uh, uh, conceived to address the human condition in all its dimension, body, soul, and mind. 
uh, and and uh, uh, it's conceived to give the the uh, the audience an exciting experience of uh, uh, what it is to be a human being in three dimensions. Have, have you ever seen Sonny Rollins live? Yes, I have. What was that like? How transformative was it to to see him? And I mean, you have kind of the moniker of, of the Caribbean saxophone colossus. What was that experience like? You know, first of all, as you mentioned, he just like me, he's a he's a Caribbean saxophone player. So uh, there are a lot of aspects of what uh, Sonny does that are. Um, I, I, I identify uh, as coming from the Caribbeans. You know, he, uh, so many aspects of his phrasing, uh, the way he bends bend certain notes, the way he places his vibrato, uh, his ability to create syncopations or uh, even bend rhythms uh, in, in, in uh, uh, all directions. So it, it's it's really part of this Afro-Caribbean culture uh, that that uh, I can precisely identify with. So that 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 is very validating, uh, uh, especially because uh, so many of our uh, uh, Caribbean jazz heroes are uh, not spoken of as being Caribbean players, you know. Uh, the, uh, people don't talk about Sonny Rollins as, 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 as being from St. Thomas, even though he wrote St. Thomas. <laughs> uh, uh, people don't talk about uh, Monk as, as, as being from Jamaica or Winton Kelly as being from Jamaica. You know, uh, Horace Silver is, 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 uh, or Tony Williams you know, the, the people don't talk about those those cats uh, uh, for their their uh, Cap Virgin or origins. You know, uh, and 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 yet they have shaped jazz in so many ways. Uh, but you know, they they are under the category of uh, great American jazz players, or, or the creator of jazz himself, Jerry Roll Morton, was actually from. Uh, uh, Haitian origin and uh, a lot of what he created uh, bears the mark of uh, uh, traditional uh, folk music from Haiti or even deeper uh, voodoo ritual music from Haiti. Uh, listening to to uh, giants uh, uh, such like Sonny Rollins who plays the same instrument is is an extraordinarily validating experience, and uh, it's it's akin to seeing uh, somebody bend the space-time continuum, if you will. You know, basically uh, just change the laws of nature somehow. It, it it is transformative. So let's get to the essence of you. Everyone out there has an idea of who they think you are: your family, your friends, your fans, but. You're the one living your life. Who do you think you are? What's your perception of you? I'm, I'm still uh, that child who uh, uh, is, is, is discovering life and pursuing music through it. You know, there is a, a quote uh, by 
uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson that I relate to entirely. Uh, he says that uh, so many people are looking for meaning as if it was extraneous to them. And uh, he says, you know, I don't look for meaning. I, uh, I create my own meaning. And that's what uh, I feel that I'm engaged in. I, I, I'm engaged in, in creating meaning in my life. I love that answer. So if anyone out there wants to pick up the Harlem Suite, find out about any live shows, anything about you and, and your previous albums, where's the best place for them to go? Brotherjack.com, www.brotherjack.com. Wonderful. Hey, man, this has been great. Thank you for opening up. I really enjoyed this. You were, you were so good and, and, and deep about everything that you answered. And I really appreciate you opening up and talking about the, the new album and your life and music. Well, it was my pleasure. Uh, I, I hope we, we'll have other opportunities and also that, that I can bring my, my band to Kansas so that we can uh, uh, have a beer together. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players in Guadalupe, New York City, Kansas City, and spots all over the world, giving fans all that jazz. And thanks to Jock for his time, music, and energy. Find more archived Neon Jazz interviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or subscribe to us at YouTube. For all things Neon Jazz, visit the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.